A Harbinger by Kate Chopin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information and to learn how to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. A Harbinger by Kate Chopin. Bruno did very nice work in black and white, sometimes in green and yellow and red. But he never did anything quite so clever as during the summer he spent in the hills. The springtime freshness had stayed some way, and then there was the gentle Diantha, with hair the color of ripe wheat, who posed for him when he wanted. She was as beautiful as a flower, crisp with morning dew. Her violet eyes were baby eyes when he first came. When he went away he kissed her, and she turned red and white and trembled. As quick as thought the baby look went out of her eyes, and another flashed into them. Bruno sighed a good deal over his work that winter. The women he painted were all like mountain flowers. The big cities seemed too desolate for endurance, often. He tried not to think of sweet-eyed Diantha. But there was nothing to keep him from remembering the hills, the whir of the summer breeze through delicate-leafed maples, the bird-notes that used to break clear and sharp into the stillness when he and Diantha were together on the wooded hillside. So when summer came again, Bruno gathered his bags, his brushes and colors, and things. He whistled soft low tunes as he did so. He sang even when he was not lost in wondering if the sunlight would fall just as it did last June, aslant the green slopes, and if, and if Diantha would quiver red and white again when he called her his sweet own Diantha, as he meant to. Bruno had made his way through the tangle of underbrush, but before he came quite to the wood's edge he halted for there about the little church that gleamed white in the sun people were gathered old and young he thought diantha might be among them and strained his eyes to see if she were but she was not he did see her though when the doors of the rustic temple swung open like a white-robed lily now there was a man beside her it mattered not who enough that it was one who had gathered this wild flower for his own, while Bruno was dreaming. Foolish Bruno, to have been only love's harbinger after all. He turned away. With hurried strides he descended the hill again, to wait by the big water tank for a train to come along. End of A Harbinger by Kate Chopin Read for LibriVox.org by Alan Davis Drake This recording is in the public domain.